Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Hello, and welcome to Champions of Psychology, a show with the go of openly talking about mental health and gaming presented by Codename Entertainment and TakeThis.org. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash Games or later on your favorite podcast service, Mitra Jordan and Rafael Bucamazzo, a.k.a. Dr. B, talk about mental health in these unprecedented times, as well as how gaming affects us. Uh, if you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. And our topic today is the first part of a two-parter where we're talking about family and the holidays. So we're all holidayed up. Look at look at us. Well, unless you're listening to the audio, then you can't look at us. But go look at the the, the vod. We're we're all holidayed up. And we're in- no, for those of you who are the audio listeners, oh my, the the amount of majesty that you're missing out on is incredible. He's really Mitra, overselling this. No, Mitra's majesty cannot be oversold. All right. Oh She's yes, it can. Radiating majesty. Meanwhile, I'm in a Star Wars. Christmas sweater. Uh, Dr. B uh, no longer looks like the jerk from uh, 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 Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, as my hair's gotten longer. Yeah. Uh, but he's got bow tie on. It's very festive and it looks very good. Uh- <laughs> I, I am not keeping this hat on. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? I'm, I'm wearing it to make a point. I know we're here to talk about important stuff about psychology, but real talk: why do they make the Santa hats out of the most uncomfortable to wear materials that exist? They really do. It doesn't and make also, any sense at all. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, it's cheap. Uh, you, you already have to be around screaming children that are ripping open presents and whatnot. How about your head be itchy as heck as well?" Okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to point out that the really good Santa outfits are made from non polyester. Mm, all right, mm. and are actually quite comfortable if you get the real good so ones. So not only do you have a Fez guy, you have a Santa Claus suit guy. Okay, got it. Check. I, I well, I don't. Okay, I don't actually have a. I don't actually have a person for that, but I do have a number of people I know who are professional Chris Kringles <laughs> and have guided me in that direction for Santa hat. Needs. I wouldn't expect any any less of a story from you. Also, someone pointed out it is a life day sweater. You are hundred percent right. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but before I derail this uh, conversation anymore, like I said, yes, we are here to talk about family and the holidays, and this is a two part episode. Uh, but before we get to that. Uh, who are you two for the fine folks who may not know? Uh, I am a therapist practicing in Victoria's, Victoria, BC. I was going to say for a second Victoria's, BC, but I really have no idea what we're victorious about. But anyway, I practice in Victoria as a therapist. Um, I have a private practice. And before I continue babbling, I will pass you off to Dr. B. Well, uh-oh. We're, oh. we're, we're flickering. Yeah, yeah we're flickering. We flickered uh, because... Yeah. Oh no! Lights out! Lights out, everyone! Uh, I think. <laughs> What's going I on? I think we're back. Well, no, we're we're back again. Are we we're back? back again. No. Okay, yeah, oh. yeah. I I, uh, I apparently moved my foot wrong and kicked my headphone <gasps> cable. Hundred percent unplugged it, which uh, made my, my audio goodness. recording have to restart as well. 
So oh that's no, great. don't well, worry. While you're fine. doing that, let me let me let me regale the audience oh, with tales that? of holidays past. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm just gonna use the vaudeville. No, it. <laughs> so hey everybody, I am Rafael Bocamazzo, better known as Doctor B. I am a uh, doctor of clinical psychology. I'm a psychologist, uh, and I am the clinical director for nearly six years now at, over at TakeThis.org, and the uh, we get to be here with all of you to talk about mental health stuffs. <laughs> I, yeah, I I borrowed a lot of money. To be able to say that mental health stuffs, mental health stuffs. Yeah, no, it's uh, but we're we're here to talk about specifically holidays and all the all the stressors that huh, we can face during the holidays. Yeah, you know, it, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the holidays. Why would we need to talk about it in mental health? There's absolutely a, no reason for it to be a problem at all. It's a time of nothing but joy and and happiness. <laughs> That's why we look right. so happy. Yes, that's why we look distressed <laughs> while wearing Santa hats. And yes, it is slightly itchy now that you mention. Um, so hats off to everyone who survives Christmas. This ah. is, I am done with that. You okay. rode that pun so far and Elegantly. I appreciate you Elegantly so is the much. Looking for. The hair may not be what it could be, folks, but um, the reality is that Christmas is, of course, a very difficult time for a lot of people and the holidays in general as well. And I mentioned Christmas because we know that at this time of year, particularly if you live in North America, um, there is often such a focus on this one holiday. But uh, we want to recognize that it certainly isn't the only holiday. And it's certainly not the only event that brings people together at this time of year. And it is that togetherness and the challenges of that togetherness that we really want to talk about uh, today. Why is it so difficult? Why isn't it just a fun time? What is going on? That it's so difficult and challenging for many of us. Uh, yes. Well, we have lots of ideas about this. Oh, so many! But actually, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I want to bring this up with the chat, okay? Because this is really important, and we've talked about this before. But hey, chat. Hey, chat. Hey, chat. When we say the holidays, just type this into the chat. What do you exp- What do, what What's the first thing that comes to mind? Mm, like in like terms this. of what are we celebrating? Just gut reaction. First thing, presents. Okay, what's the f- absolute first thing? Decembermas, family, code. Yes, <laughs> always get the code. code. <laughs> Food, family. Okay, <laughs> Diwali Chrismaka. Yes. Long hours working. Oh, I feel you on that. Yeah. I feel you on that. Shopping. Yeah. Snow. All right. Babylon Ranger, I wish. Friends and swimming. All right. Santa. So if. uh, Retail sucks. 100%. Yeah. Pressure. Mm. Oh, yes. That that one. I will. I'm going to pick that one and just put that right there. Uh Yeah. Uh Chosen. Chosen family. That is an interesting one because. It's such a process to get there. So yeah, lonely mm-hmm. days at home. Yeah, yeah. Hubby yeah. doesn't get days off. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that's right. the thing. Like holidays, the the word holidays means so many different things at any given moment to so many different people. And uh, for me, and this is the this is the cynical part of me. As soon as I uh, I've started thinking about it, I I start hearing about people complain about the war on Christmas. 
when uh, I, it, it's it becomes a time of contention for so many people yeah. when it, it, we're going to be really clear that largely what we're talking about here today on Idle Champions is coming from a very U.S. and can, uh, Canadian based perspective. Yeah. Um, and despite the fact that we're coming from this, the fact that Christmas is considered the default by yeah. so many people, I just want to remind you how many cultures and religions have major holidays within the November, December time frame. Okay. Um, Bodhi Day for the Buddhists, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Yalda for, Zoro for Zoroastrians, um, Yule, I mean, even, even Eastern Orthodox Christianity comes from things with a slightly different calendar than Catholics and Protestants. So, Yep, and sometimes Muharram and one of mm -hmm. the Eids can fall at this time of year as mm -hmm. well. Sometimes so. Ramadan is during this time of year. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's a lot that, go, that goes on this time of year. Um, and we're going to try and be as inclusive as that, uh, inclusive with that as possible. So, and I'd like to point out as someone who grew up multi-national, um, multi-racial, and dual religious, that the tensions between the various ways of celebrating can also be really difficult around this time of year. For mm -hmm. example, in my family, we had a Christian matriarch and a Muslim patriarch, and some years Christmas happened and some years Christmas didn't. And it was really about often the tension in that relationship um, that determined whose needs were going to be seen that year versus not. And it mm -hmm. was, I think, quite confusing, certainly. In fact, I know quite confu confusing for myself as a child in that environment. Um, so many of us might be coming from these kinds of backgrounds where um, the holidays weren't a time of unalloyed joy. Um, and how do we decide to do them or enact them? And we're going to talk about that inaction versus the felt reality of mm -hmm. our experience as well. Well, there's so many expectations, and that's really what a lot of this comes down to. I mean, as we were, as we were talking about this, we have these images and these expectations of the way things are supposed to be, not only for ourselves, but others. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I, I my father, who, uh, who is the PTSD poster child in so many respects, he's got a lot of challenges around emotional expression and so forth. And something that wigs me out every year is that inevitably somebody will say, well, it's the holidays. You're supposed to be happy this time of year. Mm. And I'm I, there I am. And they mean it. They mean it in an encouraging way. But, oh, my God, let's talk about the amount of pressure you just put on another human being to feel something different for your mm -hmm. sake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes back to uh, the recent topic, toxic positivity. Absolutely. And this season is absolutely full of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's yeah. like we planned that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, uh, just the amount of the expectations to holiday correctly. Mm-hmm. God. It, 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 for anybody who struggles with, you know, ADHD, for, you know, uh, those of us who are autistic who don't express emotions the way other people expect, you know, PTSD, all sorts of stuff. And to have the additional expectation that we have to conform to other people's 
expect expectations of emotional expression that we can't experience things just the way we experience things that is miserable that we can't share our experiencing right right we we, we may have that internal experience but we're supposed to be a different way and not being able to share what's genuinely going on for us can be really really stressful Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah so yeah yeah go ahead no, no, please. You were you were going to take us in a direction. Otherwise, Mitra and I are just going to be ranting. I'm going to get on. I'm we're going to fa- finally get to the point where I'm ranting about my hatred of Hallmark movies, and it's. I mean, oh, yeah, we're going why, to get there. Why not now? Because I <laughs> the, basically the way that I was going to take us was like you know um, commercialism of it, and I'm not talking about the the capitalist uh, way of doing it, where like you got to buy, buy, buy. It's just the way, like what you're saying with the the toxic positivity of the messaging, where it's like even in the commercials, it's like everyone's smiling and happy around a christmas tree why aren't you and yeah hallmark i mean hallmark like when i was a kid hallmark was just that store that you went and bought a christmas card at that was it you 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 did it you done you you, somebody buying a lot of a lot of ornaments that i i don't understand how you have that much tree room for um (laughs) i mean but i think that the attitudes around christmas and christmas needing to be a certain way has been around for a very very long time you know if we go back to dickens and scrooge um Mm. there's a lot of good of course in the christmas story um, that was being told there about letting go about how it is about family and home but certainly in its presentation as well there is a clear sort of a mandate to merry make right yeah. to be to enjoy each other's company to share good food to share all of this stuff to be together um, and that's great if that if you're if you're fortunate enough to have a family that you feel that kind of mm-hmm. um, genuine emotional conne- connection with and you have then the opportunity to spend time with them but you know for most of us it's that's not the reality of this time of year and there are often all of those multiple pressures around either having to work more if you're in retail or if you're a healthcare mm. worker. Um, certainly, I remember back when I was working professionally um, in kitchens, it was often the busiest time of the year. Oh, yeah. And there was often a real push-pull around actually spending time with people um, that I cared about. As well, having moved across the country at one point, um, I did actually spend uh, one Christmas alone and one Christmas quite unhappily with a bunch of friends who were drinking too much so like you know you you kind of feel like oh i suppose i should be with people then and that can feel worse sometimes yeah. so uh, I, you know. I i did just want to explain why i laughed in the middle of you saying something very genuine it's because in my head i was like what, what what is the message of a christmas story and i immediately in my head i heard either Girl, be happy your eye out no either no 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 uh sorry christmas carol uh, oh sorry very yeah. different tale immediately in my head i hear either be happy during christmas or a spider muppet will sell all your crap uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah yeah it's, yeah very, oh, yes. very strange but there there are there's value to ritual and tradition and mm-hmm. I don't I don't want us to I don't want it to seem like we're all just, you know, all tradition, all ritual, all expectations are mm-hmm. awful. But there's a balance to be maintained between rituals that are helpful, rituals that are joyful, and rigidly holding to those rituals in such a predetermined manner that deviance from 
the Christmas norms will not be tolerated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then the Futurama Santa Claus is going to come down and clean up from ho, all the good, ho, you know, f- so ho. all the bad boys and girls and other, you know, ladies and, gel- uh, and gentle thems will be eliminated from, from. So you're saying essentially, so be good for goodness sake, right? I s- <sighs> how did I not, how am I not winning the pun war on Christmas here? <laughs> It's from the it's from the carol. Yeah, it's, it's right I'm, I'm the, fully it's right aware the, what it's right from. You seemed uncertain. <laughs> God, I am just getting obliterated here. I don't know I, why. I, I you know, it, in the it, lead it, up it, to this, I was it's the really Christmas not sweater that vest. It's holding it all in. It's true. I, all in. The it is. It's leaving me holidays. <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> <laughs> and I took the hat off, so it works, right? <laughs> oh god I, I my neck and my all the blood circulation is wrapped up in a neat little bow it's just not working <laughs> for me right now but but we've got the there's there's a balance to be maintained between these holiday ex with with rituals that actually help us celebrate things remember things and advance our mental wellness versus these rigidly rigidly held ideas that we can't deviate from because that hurts us it really really does and we saw this in the chat with people who who somebody said pressure the pressure to conform yeah and i think there's also um in terms of pressure there can also be the family you marry into and their christmas traditions for example um because Maybe if you're like me and have this multicultural experience of Christmas shows up sometimes, sometimes it doesn't air, we still celebrate and get together. Um, But then you have a family that has some very significant traditions around Christmas um, and the way things are done, one can feel rather left out in that situation and a certain amount of pressure to, to make things work, you know, for your family or to create the Christmas you feel that your kids should have. And that... It doesn't matter in terms of you and your partner and what you come from, but in terms of what you want to create can also create pressure for you. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, the more and more I thought about this as, our, as, we, as we plan this out, it really does come down to rigid expectations. Whether it's rigid expectations for yourself or rigid expectations on others mm-hmm. or rigid yeah. expectations from others on you. These rigid expectations seem to be at the heart of everything that we talked about that stresses us out during the holiday times, the way we're supposed to be celebrating, the way we're supposed to be thinking, the way we're supposed to be feeling. Right. And and so definitely also some self-judgment if we're not feeling how we're supposed to be in some instances, um, and definitely some real challenges if we um, can't be authentic with our family for one reason or another. Uh, you know, whether it's that um, you're there with your partner, but you know you're probably going to separate, or whether uh, you've got a coming out process that you aren't ready to share or haven't shared with your family or don't feel safe to share. You know, these are ways in which our authentic selves um, can't show up. In those mm-hmm. environments 
Well, and I mean, even even in other subtle ways, subtle or not so subtle ways, the idea of monetary pressures as well, mm. that if you don't somehow buy just these amazing Christmas gifts or holiday mm. gifts or whatever for people, then you're somehow doing it wrong. You don't love them enough when th- there are p- there are a lot of people who who will put themselves into debt mm-hmm. and financially harm themselves to meet these rigid expectations and that doesn't do anybody any good yeah and i can think of families where there's been something difficult that's happened in the year um either an accident or pain or some challenge um or you know there's this desire to really make up for it over Christmas time, you know, with the right gifts, with the right amount of time or energy. And it can feel like a lot of pressure for, that, for people in that situation as well. So. Yeah. 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 Just bringing it down to those kinds of specifics so that we can kind of land our minds on why this time of year is so difficult. Yeah. And God, maybe I... people being able to acknowledge for themselves what they would like to be different this year Mm -hmm. or how they would like to kind of um, touch in to their own sense of that pressure of what we might do to alleviate it. Well, and we haven't even, we haven't even gotten into the realities of Mm -hmm. living with mental health challenges this time of year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of complications around that. I, I mentioned my father and his PTSD. Well, some of that stuff is tied up with memories of family. Mm hmm. And so that, and for so many people who, the one of the one of the most toxic myths I think out there in the world is that this idea that family is always family no matter what. And I'm sorry, the accident of your genetic relations to someone does not make them sacrosanct, mm. especially if they treat oh, you as absolutely. less than human. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You get to choose uh, who your family is after, uh, you know, certainly I appreciate when we're children and youth, we don't have an option often around our families. But when we're older and free to choose, if a family system is really toxic, we get to choose if we want to participate in that. Mm -hmm. And I I have no shortage of friends, um, some, some from in the LGBTQIA plus community, Um, some who are recovering from extremely conservative religious backgrounds um, in their family that they they sort of broke away from that stuff and there is a lot of trauma around family and they had to create their own holiday traditions Mm -hmm. to essentially rewrite their own narratives Mm-hmm. with their chosen families, the people who give them the kind of love and support and acceptance that they wish their biological families always did, but mm-hmm. never actually came through on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of that stuff is lovely, but uh, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to participate in some of it. But God, the amount of the amount of pain they had to go through to get to that point is not to be underestimated. Mm-hmm. And as well, I want to point out that sometimes when we're in these situations where our chosen families or our spouse or their families um, are actually a safe place that people we enjoy being with, we might experience some grief around how our family wasn't that, 
right? Because there's something about having the felt experience of being loved and accepted and supported uh, after potentially, you know, a lifetime or many formative years of not having that. The contrast can mean uh, we just feel a lot of loss around who our family was not. Yeah, again, that's that's that expectations, uh, those expectations again, uh, that what we have this idea of the way things are supposed to be, and we feel this intense sense of loss when we can feel this intense sense of loss when it doesn't live right. up to those expectations. Right. So that if you have an experience of your mother-in-law, say, as the good mother, and uh, someone who's really caring and expansive and arms out, you know, and, and then you've got your own mother, who maybe wasn't that person. We wonder about well, why it just it just kind of hits in a tender place sometimes for people. So if you are having a Christmas that's better this year or a holiday that's better or a Thanksgiving that's better, whichever event it is, um, and you're, you notice yourself feeling some grief and loss, it might be coming from that place of, of what was lost or not experienced in the past. And that's totally normal. So that's a healthy experience. Um, from a therapeutic standpoint, that's a corrective emotional experience that you're having, but it also points to what you had before. So, yeah, no grief. Grief can manifest in all sorts of strange and wonky ways. But mm-hmm. it, it, it back in the days when I used to when I used to work with people, one of the things that came up often during the holidays was. The str- were the struggles with their own internalized sense of guilt of uh, similar to what you just mentioned Mitra the idea that well there's this thing I didn't have as a kid and maybe now I do now I've got a family that loves me am I a bad person for enjoying it when I know my biological family might still be struggling am I a bad person for you know giving boundaries between the there are there are there's a lot of complications with this, even when we're when we're taking steps, and we're going to talk about a little bit more about that next week. Um, taking steps to help ourselves, it that can bring forth a lot of grief in and of you know with that. It's it's just so complicated. That's true. The steps that we take. Um cause us to look at how we were living our lives before or what we were tolerating as well. And that can be another factor that can make it difficult mm-hmm. in terms of just giving ourselves permission to enjoy life now, you know, so. Well, and what about things like seasonal affective disorder? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So recognize that at this point in the year where there's a lot less light, um, a lot of people have challenges with that. I mean, I remember well before I was practicing as a mental health professional, um, I remember always feeling just a little bit down um, in October. And I remember saying to a friend, oh, I just don't know, I feel pretty down. And she said, you know what? You feel this way every October. Luckily, she'd known me a long time. But so reflect on your past Octobers and Novembers and ask yourself if you just notice a downturn in your energy or in your mood Um, for some people it can be severe, but for others it can be mild and we just, we don't quite know why maybe. And so just taking a closer look at that. Also, for a lot of us, things start to get really busy around September at a point where from an evolutionary perspective, our bodies are actually slowing down. And so we're having to push that much harder. 
So by the time you get to late November and celebrations of all kinds start to pick up, um, you might be really exhausted. It might be hard to come into that with any energy. I never thought about that contrast before that the uh, the idea that, uh, you know, the way our circadian rhythms work, when things get darker, we get tired. I never thought about that contrast between this is the time of year for many people where their social and even work expectations are at their peak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost Ooh, like this. Whoa. So we're our energy is sort of dipping like this and our expectations of cap- capacity and what we're supposed to do are sort of going up. So it's like a real mismatch. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, be nice to anybody who who's working this time. Okay. Of year. Absolutely. I, I, w- I want I want to take a break real quick for a disclaimer because oh, I feel yeah. like that has a whole can of worms to open up right there that mm-hmm. I have a lot to say about. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break to remind our viewers and listeners of a disclaimer, and then we'll be back to talk some more about this. So be be right back. Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Okay, now that you've listened to the most relaxing disclaimer of all time... um, (laughs) Uh, also remember if uh, you have any questions uh, we spend a l- little bit of the end of the episode uh, answering those you can put those into the chat and our lovely moderators Martin and Mars uh, will grab those and put them in a doc for me but until then for the love of everything be nice to people working just anywhere during this time just anywhere mm-hmm. ah mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you you were saying earlier about like uh, like uh, uh, food industry that that's uh, you know that and retail those are my two two big ones I spent the most amount of time in in restaurant work the day after Thanksgiving in America not a single person wants to cook and every one of them just goes out to to eat somewhere with the family they have in town and something like that and all the all of the the stuff that was bubbling up on Thanksgiving that's still there and going to the restaurants and oh my god absolutely oh my god. that we looked at the day after Thanksgiving almost just like a war <laughs> like we had battle strategies and everything absolutely it was a it was very difficult I, I remember one restaurant where I worked. Um, there was a couple who would do kind of a holiday party thing at the restaurant and they were very wealthy and it was a lot of money for the restaurant, I think. And certainly um, there was a real, uh, a lot of the wait staff I knew absolutely hated working those, those events um, and found it very difficult to deal with this couple who were kind of like, if you were walking by their table, it didn't matter who you were, they'd hand over a plate. Oh God! I'm sorry, Mitra. Did you just make eye contact with me? I, what we have talked about this. You you do not make eye contact with me. Okay. 
oh god yeah that one that that so I've, I've heard that one yeah the the the, the one we the one we had the mexican restaurant i worked at uh one of the the great ones around this time was uh we would put chip bowls on everybody's table when they get there and if uh some people uh thought that uh, when they got emptied the best way to let us know about that was to pick that up and start shaking it at the nearest employee yeah. Yep, and and these guys would be like, you know, if you were walking by or anything, Ooh. like that. Well, it, I mean, it was just absolutely mm. awful, you know, demeaning. I'm, I'm ready right? to fight. I'm over here ready to fight. <laughs> I'm just like all the manager rage is coming back. Welcome Ooh. to the real war for Christmas. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, but here's so. First of all, tip your servers. All right. Yep. All right, tip them well during the holidays. I want to bring up those people who are in industries that are, one, underpaid, yep. and two, not tipped. Yep. Let's talk retail. Yeah. Let's Absolutely. talk retail, especially given how much we have pushed in America, especially the idea of sales into literally thanksgiving the the number of people who have open stores on thanksgiving day one one who do not pay their the employees a living wage mm -hmm. two require them to be there on thanksgiving yeah. or the day after yeah. or they're fired this is becoming more and more common um mm -hmm. and the amount of people who are are acting quite the fool on on those shopping days absolutely i i don't see this out here do you have it do you have it in the back oh do, do you have it in black uh in a 14 like, actually could you, could you, real quick real quick P people who haven't worked retail meet me on the other side of this mic Hey, so you know that spiel that uh, that you get every time you go up to the register about a credit card or a membership or just anything, trade-in games, whatever? We know you hate those. We hate them too. But that, that person that's over there that's watching everything that we do, we don't say that. We get chewed out. Just let us say the spiel. Just let it just It is 30 seconds out of your life. Just let it happen. Just be cool. And we'll get done. All right, continue. Hey, Starbucks, stop expecting people to smile. It's actually pretty great that we can wear masks now because it makes it so much easier for your employees. Jeez. Or yeah. any place where it's just like, no, you're expected to really put on that smiley face, be happy. Are you kidding me? It's hard. These kinds yeah. of jobs are difficult. Well, and, and, they're, and they're also, you know, in the United States, at least, um, pushing, like, let's take Black Friday, for instance. There, So many stores are like, oh, we're going to open, like, at noon on Thanksgiving. Just come, no! just come on in. Screw all of our employees that want to have a nice time or even try, like, not even time with family. Just not be there. <laughs> just not be there. <laughs> We're going to mess all that up. Everyone else got the day off and whatnot, but you want to come in here and get flat screen for, you know, 25% off. All right, come on. I, I actually, at this point, I will not shop at any store yeah. that does that to their employees. Yes, 100%. If, if you... Uh, we can get into the living wages thing, which is a whole nother, whole nother ball of wax, which needs to be freaking fixed. Um, but 
as a small thing, I refuse to buy anything from stores that will, will be open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Or that open at like midnight on that Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Will not do it. God. Yeah, no, we've, so wait, we've, we've all either worked retail or restaurant industry, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. So we're, we're all just like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to single out any particular coffee shops, actually, to be fair to, <laughs> to that particular one. Um, I just want to say that that's a tendency in retail and in certainly in, in customer service generally. That's a high expectation. Um, of people who may be having also a tough day. We can all be courteous. Oh, yeah. We don't have to like, you So know. I, I actually want to talk about something that just came up in the chat real quick. I'm not calling you out. You just made, you brought up a thing that I want to talk about. It's uh, uh, who, who's this? uh Char- Charke? Charke? 515. You, you know who you are. Uh, I said I uh, was hoping uh, the COVID reset uh, would have fixed this. The thing uh. is, from what I have heard, uh, uh, news from the field, it's made it worse. Because oh. people do not know how people didn't really know how to interact once we got vaccines and we're getting back out into the world and people are like, oh, people are acting strange now and it's getting worse now. Mm. Oh, I, I've heard I've already heard stories from uh, both retail and, and coffee shop spaces that people are like, it is it is worse than it's ever been. So 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 go the extra bit, everybody that's watching, because if you're watching this right now, you're good people. I appreciate you. Go go a little bit extra for those people working at uh, uh out there uh because they're gonna need it this year yeah 100%. i think the difficulty too is like here we're expected to show vaccination cards before going into a restaurant but that is not the same in a takeout space or yep. grocery um or mm-hmm. the mall um and so i think that there's spaces where i think people might be feeling uh, varying degrees of anxiety or Maybe they're on the other side of the spectrum where it's like it's not a big deal to them um, around COVID and vaccines. And I get that, you know, we're all different. But part of the problem is the unclarity sometimes of rules around these spaces that I think leave us all wondering what's okay and what's not. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, different uh, cities, different states, different countries have a different way of handling this and that adds to the confusion so mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah yeah i think that for many people around christmas uh what i remember is in the uk a lot of people were like well i'm still doing christmas right and i remember that being actually a big thing in the news here in mm-hmm. canada it was like yeah. really you're still doing christmas and you know yeah you're you kind of have your your rising rates in terms of infection and is that really a good idea and they certainly did see a spike in infection numbers post christmas and so and i use the word christmas because that was the one that came up in context with this story but uh but i do feel that of course there's not just the tradition or wish to get together around this time of year but there's the divisiveness that can occur in families and among friend groups around how cautious do we want to be? Mm-hmm. And some people will be like, but you need to come to my holiday party or whatever. Uh, and I, others I dealt are with like, that last no, night. I'm, did you tell us? Oh yeah. Yeah. Trying to make thing, trying to make Thanksgiving and holiday plans. And I'm mm. like, I'm sorry, my, my conspiracy theorist uh, relatives are going to be there when they're, 
they <laughs> they're going to tell me all about how I've had multiple microchips installed and meanwhile I know they've had most of them have had covid at least once peace yeah, yeah. No, hard hard pass uh, I, yeah. I, I I, I know that I usually say these for the end, but I got to call these out because I, I just don't trust myself to remember them. Oh, God, where did it go? Uh, so, someone was. Oh, here it is. This is from uh, uh, Crucifurious Kale, which is just that's that's a name. That Hold is on. a great Crucifurious Kale. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. Uh, on a purely selfish note, it is good to show extra kindness to retail slash customer service folks because they can often decide how helpful to be with uh, with uh, whatever yeah. it is that you need from them. That is a thousand percent true. Oh yeah. If someone it, when I worked at the bookstore, someone comes to me like, "Hey, I, I'm really sorry. I know you're super busy right now. Uh, I'm just trying to find this book for my kid. It's it's for Christmas, and he's really want. I will go. You tell me that kid." Tell me that kid wants that book. I will search this whole damn store for it. You get the person that Mitra was talking about earlier. Is like, do you have this in the back? Do excuse me. You have this in the back. I could. I will. Go I'll look like this. No, we ain't got. Oh my god, the difference <laughs> between I'm so sorry to bother you and yo. Yeah. Totally. Oh my god. Absolutely. Leaps and bounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, and and just the I think that. The expectation somehow that um, it should be up to underpaid staff. I think yeah. um, somebody here was saying, yeah, doorbell streams. This is such a good point. Why are we leaving it up to underpaid staff without management backing them up to set boundaries around, you know, your establishment's determined practices or rules around mask wearing and all the rest of it? You know, if you have an expectation you they need to back up their stuff it's it's so difficult otherwise mm -hmm. i i don't blame i mean i walked into a store a few months ago um sweet little attendant five foot nothing maybe 16 and this big burly guy comes in wearing his mask under his nose there is a clear policy on the door about what you're supposed to do it doesn't matter whether you or i personally think one should have to wear masks or not it's about the policy and putting that kid in the position of maybe having to say, oh, sir, could, could you, could you? Like, he's like eight times wider than she is mm -hmm. and four times taller. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so unfair. So, yeah. and you just made her day more difficult. And I can <sighs> guarantee you, you're going to make any holiday time that she has coming up more difficult as well. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, um, I, 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 want, I want to hop over into to questions because we do have quite a few of them for today. Mm -hmm. and I do want to say that, like, this episode, we definitely, this was very much a venting, setting up episode for next week. We didn't really yeah. end uh, on, like, here's what you can do. Here are some things that we found. That's next week. That's next that's week. Next we, week. We knew we had to vent oh, <laughs> first. We have feelings. We have feelings. We're setting the stage. <laughs> I I could I could go for three hours about how angry I am from retail and restaurant work during the holidays. <laughs> I I could you want to see a stand up angry set? It'll be that. <laughs> oh, would no, you like to I, do some processing, Trevor? <laughs> Can I help mm. with that? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, you know, we were talking about this beforehand, and we're gonna talk about this afterwards. But we're gonna share. I mean, we're gonna share our very gallows humor holiday comments once the cameras go off. <laughs> That's true. 
Okay, let's let's hop back to the beginning of the uh, of the episode where I'm being told that the audio audio and video cut out. Uh, Herkworks says, uh, "I love that my pl- uh, parents never let any holiday, quote unquote, win, uh, so to speak. Uh, Jewish slash uh, Christian upbringing, uh, but not being, f- uh, but nothing forced." I actually had a friend like this in yeah, elementary school. His his uh, his father was Jewish, his mother was Christian, and they just did both like i i remember driving by his house they had a christmas tree that had blue and white lights all over it and and they had a they had a menorah near it and everything oh, and God. i remember there was this kid because like what i didn't realize as a child was i was very much bordering on the edge of atheism because <laughs> i just did not understand religion and there was a there was another kid that just could not wrap his head around at this and he's like no you can't do that and i'm over here just going but why why, why can't you do both i don't what what do you mean I don't understand. So yeah, no, I, I I think that's fantastic. Yeah, that would have been wonderful. I was actually in my in my previous life being married. We had an intercultural, interfaith marriage, and that created a lot of lot of tension sometimes. Mm. When I would have, God, I would have loved to have just done a Christmas tree with that we decorated with blue and white lights or a menorah that I put you know branches on. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is where it really starts with the attitude, right? An attitude of openness and sharing goes so much further than they know this is how it has to be. Yeah. You know, which is just constricting and oppressive. Rigid traditions. I will say if you... uh... If you want to hear somebody give a good rant about uh, Christian traditions, uh, the, or not Christian, uh, Christmas traditions, uh, what a, one of the Jim Gaffigan albums, he does this great freaking set about Christmas. Like, it sounds like the actions of a drunk man. I'm going to cut down this tree, bring it out here, take these lights, put them out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good set. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh Carly in 72. I always struggle with names. I apologize to all of you ahead of time. Uh, holiday is when everybody is forced to take time off. A vacation uh, is when you want it. Um, and most of the Preach. holidays are based on more sale, the more sale stuff uh, we don't need. That's true. Holiday is time you Preach. don't want off. Vacation is time you do. I like Absolutely. that. And all of the things that you feel like you have to buy but don't want to. Oh, boy. Um, or that I'd say you don't necessarily feel it, but there is some sense of you should want this from the broader cultural, you know, you were saying. No, I'm just I'm, I'm thinking about my own experiences in this. Like they're there every year. People want to buy me just to speak, just to show that they care they buy me all these tchotchkes that i'm not gonna use uh, are gonna yeah. get thrown away and i feel terrible oh, about this man. because i'm like okay let, let me this is autistic you know pedantic cynical brain i'm i'm like okay so somebody extruded petroleum products and then forged it into plastic in china not to mention the carbon costs of them shipping it here so you could feel better about buying me a five dollar trinket that i'm never gonna really use and is gonna get thrown away how about we just hang out Mm. how about we just hang out but there's this disconnect because they have to show physically you know their gratitude for me i'm like i i would just feel better if we just hung out together let's go have a beer Mm -hmm. let me make you dinner let me have an experience with you as opposed to uh, well you know the people who buy me rubber chickens that's always appreciated because that's just (laughs) but because rubber chickens because rubber chickens yeah but it it, it, it's just it gets so complicated especially when we get when we get around these topics of both rigid traditions and consumerism mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Ah, grumble, ah. grumble, grumble. Uh, Star Chaser 43 has a great point. I keep flashing to the first TV Christmas special, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, and how Charlie Brown spends the first 30 mil- minutes dealing with all of the expectations he is unable to meet. <laughs> right. Very true. Good grief. It, it is kind of weird, too, because, like, that always is a thing. Like, even a Christmas story, like, part of one of the B-plots is, like, the fact that there's so much pressure on Christmas and then you got to get it right and everything like that and how stressful it is. And I and it's it's always weird how, like, that's that's a B-plot in, like, every Christmas thing except for Hallmark movies, which you didn't get a chance to rant about. We'll do that next week. Um, and it's like everyone knows it, but we're like, ah, eh, whatever. I'm sure it's not having any mental repercussions on us. Whatever. Oh Just laughed God. off. Um, Wait, Hazen asks... Oh, Sorry, go, go on. Oh, uh, Hazen asks, instead of being told to be happy on the holidays, would you say it was meant uh, us uh, meant more as for us to find happiness? I mm. cool. I mean, if you've got if you left it under the couch accidentally and it's easy to pick up, then great. But the even the topic of happiness is such a complicated thing. And we've yeah. touched on this before in a previous episode that the, there's a difference between satisfaction in life and momentary joy. And yeah. I'm so angry at how well the oatmeal did that. Would they, if you haven't seen that oatmeal yeah, comic, yeah. go read it. But joy, happiness, is a transient state. Satisfaction is a very different thing. And we use happiness so ubiquitously, so broadly, that it gets incredibly complicated. You can't be happy all the time. You know no. what we call that? Mania. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, if we look at it this way, there's this strange expectation that we should be happy. Right. But if I said to you, you should be angry all the time, you'd look at me like I was nuts. Right. You know, and that's not a mental health diagnosis, but you know what I'm saying. So why is there an expectation that somehow we should have this level of, of joy going on all the time when emotions generally just come and go? So don't expect any one emotion to hang around all of the time. Now, if you do spend more of your time feeling angry than anything else, that's probably something you need to work on. And it's the same with any other feeling. If you walk around feeling a tremendous amount of anxiety or dread or grief, you know, get some support around that. But, But to expect that one emotion is going to be, and it's a positive one, is going to be there just all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I do do want to point something out that i that i i felt the whole time this episode there's something in the back of my head that i'm just like ah, something's not fitting right i remember what it is you know we're, we're ranting about this and whatnot and everything like that but for the people that do enjoy christmas stuff holiday stuff and whatnot let them yes like here's the thing i what you're talking about earlier with like the the sun going down earlier and you know whatnot i 100 percent have that last night I was sitting on the couch. The sun had just gone down. It was like 5.30, and I told my wife, like, I'm not feeling great mentally. And she's like, I know. I expected it. Yep. Hop on the games with uh, with some of your friends. Just don't – just hang out with them. Don't worry about it. I'll be watching Leverage. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, that that is a thing that happens. But I still really – I actually really do enjoy Christmas crap. <laughs> like, That's... I don't know what it is. Like, I just do. I like Christmas music. I so sue me. Um, and and but like so when I when I'm already fighting off this like literal nightly brain funk, and then to be like, but you know what? At least I enjoy Christmas stuff. And then everyone would be like, you're terrible for liking that. How dare you like this stuff? And I'm just like, okay, well now you're just coming at me twice. 
Right. Yeah. So I want to make a distinction, okay? Between <laughs> someone said, "Oh yeah, leverage." Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> between enacting something and feeling something, okay? Yeah. If I'm being told you have to get it together, it's Christmas. Your mother's made an effort to make this, that, and the other. You better just get it together. That is about enactment. Yeah. That is about I'm holding it in. We're going to, you know, uh, and that is different than what I'm really feeling. What I want for people and what I hope for for myself as well is that I can be real with my family and friends no matter what time of year it is. That doesn't mean that there can't be pleasure to be derived around this time of year or get-togethers or good food or any of that. But to feel like, well, there's things I can't say or do or be. And remember, we're human beings, not just human doings. Mm -hmm. You know, there's things that I can't do or be because I have to be a certain way because it's this special day. Yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. not going to ruin someone's wedding day or anything. Come on, let's face it. But I'm just, there are times when we have to be a certain way in order to hold the space for others at times, funerals, weddings, okay? Those are the big ones. But Christmas is different and it's about all of us. It's not just about a couple or a family or an individual or a death or a specific event like that. Christmas and Eid and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and whatever you're celebrating when you get together as a group. That's about the group. That's not about any one person. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. Yeah. We should get to be ourselves and not have to enact something because someone else expects it of us. Mm -hmm. And let sometimes those differences are okay that when we're enjoy sometimes we're going to enjoy things and sometimes we're not and somebody's lack of enjoyment so long as they're not being a jerk about it that's not a threat to you exactly and your enjoyment right yeah. if somebody's having a tough day or the turkey's a little dry and they're worried about it or whatever it is you know your Thanksgiving's ruined working, oh my god right Keep exactly all your food opinions to yourself. For the love of God, <laughs> you can talk about them with 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 your spouse later or whoever later. Just if you're at t just just stop, just don't do it. It doesn't need to be brought up right there. But, exactly, uh, and there's a difference between I get to feel my my feelings because I'm having a tough time or my retail job is so difficult or whatever, and I'm going to impose all of these on the entire table. Right? Mm -hmm. There's a balance between. Everybody knows what's happening and can support me, but it doesn't need to be the center of attention all the time. But it's a factor, right? I'm seen, I'm heard, you know, and that's the environment we want to create together if we can. Absolutely. I think that is a fantastic place to leave off this episode until we get to part two of it next week. Uh, but uh, friends, where can people find you on the interwebs if they would like to do so? So I can be found on Twitter at Mitra Jordan. Um, and otherwise, I'm not super active on social media, as some of you have probably figured out. But you can find me on my website or via Twitter. I do respond to DMs. And uh, thank you very much for being here today. Dr. Yeah. B now, he's everywhere. 
Um, I'm, I'm apparently on the on the level finish screen now for yes. uh, for idle champions, uh, which is you know a hashtag life goals. I mean, let's um, be real. Getting ready for this episode was a little bit of an adventure, so you you were calming down from it. Um, but you can find me on most of the socials at the Doctor B T H E E D O C T O R B as in boy. But also make sure to follow Take This Org on Twitter on on Twitch on all of that good stuff because they're who i work for they're do who i do most of my work with and yeah they're good people to follow yeah uh you can find me on uh well i'm I, i'm just gonna change that because difficulty class on a little bit of a, of a pause you can find me on the from the same mr podcast currently going every friday through uh the season of the show and you also find me on champions of lore every wednesday at 11 a.m pacific standard time here on twitch.tv slash cne games and you also find me on twitter at the trevor there is an a hiding in there uh thank you to mars and martin for moderating the chat and doing an awesome job today uh, and thank you to codename entertainment and take this for giving us an opportunity to have these discussions uh if you missed any part of this show you can catch it later eventually i have things to do but it will be edited and up today on your favorite podcast services at some point uh and if you have any suggestions for future topics that you'd like us to talk about you can send this into champions of psychology at codenameentertainment.com or just tweet them at us because that's a really long email address just tweet them at us <laughs> um if you are alive with us right now i'm sorry to say it, there's no bardic inspiration after this uh is off this no! week I know, I know, but uh, but well, it'll be back. Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. So until next week, take care of yourself. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment.